Welcome to the Courageous and Confident Christian Mom podcast. I'm your host, Marcy Owen, and I'm your self-love coach because when you love yourself, you can then be a courageous and confident force in your life. Why You're Stuck, episode 21. Well, hello there. Welcome to the podcast today. Super excited that you're here with me today. And today I want to discuss how our past experiences can keep us stuck. We all go through things that leave marks on us for good and bad. And there's no way around it. Like it's part of being mortal. It it's what we do with our past experiences. And when I say past, it doesn't have to be a long time ago. It could be yesterday morning. It could be this morning. It could be five minutes ago. You know, whatever in the past is their past experiences, what we do with them that affect our life right now in the present and our future. And when we stay stuck, we're victims. And we're disempowered. It's hard to be courageous and confident when we're stuck. Okay. And I want you to look at as your past happens to you, not for you. So today I'm hoping that our our discussion will help you be able to pick up some of your patterns of how the past is keeping you stuck. And then you will learn some methods that you can do to move past it so that your past, there's lots of pasts, (laughs) happen for you and you're empowered. I've always said and that stress or, you know, anxiety, like it's an emotion because of what we're thinking. And for the most part, it's true. We've been trained as a life coach that we have circumstances and our brain comes along. And because of what we've been through previously in our life, uh, it makes, it evaluates. We can't turn that part of the brain off, but it evaluates the situation and it thinks thoughts. It spits out thoughts for us to think. It gives this situation meaning. And because of what we think, the meaning that we give it, we feel emotions. Okay. And so, yeah, we create the emotions. They don't just happen to us for the most part because of what we're thinking. And I'll give you some examples in in a minute. I mentioned recently, a couple of episodes ago, that I that for right now and all through the summer, I am in a nervous system regulation course, and I'll be certified in nervous system regulation by the time I'm done. And I'm so excited that I am going to be able to add that layer, that piece to my tool belt to help my clients because it's a pretty big deal. Our nervous system 
does affect us a lot. And so being in this course, I'm like, oh, actually, yes, we can think thoughts that um, cause us to feel an emotion. But I also is learning that there's my awareness had another layer added onto it. Yes, we can create our emotions by what we're thinking. Okay. For example, we could be thinking about all the things that we have to do, or we might have a deadline. So we hear people say, I'm just so stressed out. And we hear the phrase a lot and people say it and they believe that they are stressed because of all the things they need to do, but it's not the things. It's not the items on your list. It's your thoughts. And so what I've noticed is I, like, I feel myself getting all tight in my body when I think like, oh, I, I need to get all these things done. And actually let me correct that. I want to, because I want to do these things. I want these things in my life right? I just have to throw that out there. And, but we like, I need to get these things done. And then because I'm like, oh, I have all these things and I don't know how I'm going to fit it in. And, and like, it makes it really hard for me to focus. Uh, and, and it, I blame it on the schedule, right? But it's, it's not the things, it's what we're thinking. It's what I'm thinking. Like, I don't have enough time. I don't know how I'm going to get all of it in. I don't need I, I need to have time to do some other things, you know, like shop for my son's birthday present or go get groceries. I'm so tired. I just want to late. I don't want to do this. That, all those thoughts, you know, you could put the circumstances, my to-do list, my schedule this week. And those are my thoughts about it that cause me to feel stress. Okay. Uh, or anxious. And it's not the things, it's what I'm thinking about it. But there's also, there's the kind of stress or anxiety that runs deeper on a subconscious level, okay? And so when anxiety comes to visit you, you just notice, oh, I feel anxious. I want you to ask yourself, am I bringing this on because of what I'm thinking, like what I just, you know, described a moment ago, like, is that why I'm feeling it? Or am I being affected from a past experience, like triggered? And when this happens, when we're, when it's coming on, if we're, when we're being affected from a past experience, then what happens is it, it is still is what we're thinking but it's on a subconscious level and our nervous system gets involved and it creates a stress response. Okay. So it's really helpful to understand the difference. There's different approaches that we can take to care for ourselves or our thinking uh, and move out of being stuck and moving on with our day and our life and the things that we're trying to do. So let me share a personal experience with you, okay? I, when I was a young girl, I, I know I was in um, junior high 
maybe I was in seventh grade. I'm not sure. Probably was. And I had, I had a hard time with math. So my mom got me a tutor to help me with math. And so on my way home from school, it was, the tutor was right there by, by the junior high. And I would stop by and he would help me with my math. And I, I don't remember a lot of the details, but I do remember the tutor was trying to teach me the, the help me with the math problems, my assignment. I did not understand. I was, it was not, you know, landing for me. And so I, he must have got mad. Uh, and I don't know what he said to me. I don't, I don't really have any recall other than I ran home bawling because I think I was being pressured to understand and I didn't get it. And the more he got upset and, and tried to get me to see it, the more my brain just shut down and locked up. And I left there thinking I'm dumb. I'm dumb. And so that experience, it, it, we have, we call there's capital T experiences, capital T trauma experiences and lower T trauma experiences. And that was a lowercase T, but it still is, has a powerful effect. We don't minimize those because they can have a really powerful effect on us. So that was traumatizing for me. And, um, it, what, what I like to say is it left an imprint on my nervous system. Like this is dangerous when, when we have to like apply ourselves and figure things out, this is dangerous. Okay. And so because of that, well, I still have to go through math in school, you know? And so my way, like that my nervous system tried to take care of me was it would turn the lights out. It would shut my brain down to an extent. And I would just be blank. Um, I, I felt like I wanted to hide and just be small. Okay. And so my nervous system would activate. It would cause my brain to just blank out. That's the, 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 that part, the nervous system is there to protect you and get you out of danger. It, can't perceive whether you're in literal danger or just, you know, imagined danger emotionally. And so it, it'll turn the lights out. It'll give you a stress response. Right. And so mine is I'm, I'm blank. Couldn't think I couldn't process. And so it would be so frustrating for me because I didn't understand years later, you fast forward to now, um, and I didn't understand that this, like trying to write, not so much, ma not, well, not so, math can do it, but like just me trying to write where I have to like get it right. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to say it wrong. 
that is enough to activate, to trigger my nervous system and set off that response in my body um, that I go blank, can't process. The thing with this response is we cannot help it. We cannot control it. It's going to do its thing because it thinks we're in danger. Here's the thing though. I can learn how to take care of it. So I'm not at the mercy of it. And so that I'm not always elevated. So past experiences on a surface level, so a conscious level, affects the lens we see our world, okay, and ourselves and others. Meaning we tend to think a certain way through a certain lens because of our belief system that we're operating from. And those thoughts limit us. So my example with the tutor, like all through school, all my life, I'm not good at math. That was my story. And that story, I want you to think of it, that belief put me in a box, so to speak. Okay. And it limited me because I had walls around me and it contains a story from an experience that we've had in the past. It keeps me stuck. It affects my ability to learn, which therefore was supported by my belief. I wasn't good at math. Made it really hard for me to learn because my brain was like, I'm out. Well, let's turn off. Let's protect her. She's going to feel bad. And so let's just check her out. At a subconscious level, because of this experience, and and I'm like not even really, like it's not like the experience pops up in my memory and I'm aware of it every time I need to apply myself, but it's subconsciously. It's running. It's like this this song that's stuck on repeat, this story that's stuck on repeat, and it's just playing just below the surface. And because of what I've experienced, because of that imprint that was left on me, because it was traumatic for me. And so it left an imprint on my nervous system. And what I've come to see is that whenever I need now today, like I don't need to use math very much, how it's keeping me stuck and affecting my life is as a coach and running my own business when I need to write an email or say an Instagram post, you know, or any kind of content, even a simple text to somebody in my family subconsciously that belief that's running, like we can't get this wrong. We don't want to get in trouble. We got to say this right. Even though my brain consciously isn't thinking those thoughts, my subconscious is because it's always there looking to protect me. When I've got to do one of those things, those tasks, that imprint becomes activated with my nervous system. And then my brain kind of shuts down. Okay. And so And I'll speak to that more in a little, in a minute. You've heard of fight mode and flight mode, right? Well, I've learned, I mean, there's flight, fight, there's freeze, and there's a new one that's fawn called fawn. But for today's sake, we're just going to talk, there's fight and flight. And I've learned recently that I function frequently 
in what's called functional freeze mode. So I'm not completely shut down. I do have some of my wits about me. Um, I'm not in complete shock or panic, but I'm, I'm functioning, but it feels like part of my brain is in the fetal position and I do not have access, access to it. And for the most part, it goes blank. And on the inside, I feel anxious or overwhelmed, but on the outside, I can come across as being calm and okay. Because I'm trying to run my business and help clients and others, I heighten my system. This has been my coping mechanism to just push through and try to make my brain work, try to make my brain think. And it's been very frustrating. And it's it's also been how I've tried to cope and function, but it heightens my nervous system when I do that, when I push and it's like, no, like she's in danger. You need to stop doing that. We need to get away from this. And I'm like, no, we're going to sit down. We're going to push through. We're going to do this. And all the while my body is like, no, we're not. So it's very important to be aware of what's going on for you. So then you, you can learn how to help yourself and take care of you. And I'm so excited that I will, you know, I'll have these skills to add to help my clients with this. And I'm sure I'll use it more on the podcast as well. So what I want to talk about next is, okay, now what? We kind of have that awareness. Now what? What do I do next? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on the part where your nervous system is elevated and what to do to regulate yourself. And if you're new to me and the model, go back and listen to episode seven and it's called how to solve any problem. And you'll get a little more uh, guidance with if it's on a conscious level and it's we're causing the emotion because of what we're thinking. um, You'll learn more about what to do in that case. Okay. To learn if what you're experiencing is more from a subconscious level, we need to notice patterns. So we need to observe ourselves and notice if we have, if we keep having the same response to similar situations and you just can't seem to shake it. So for me, the frustration when I had to write, I, I, I noticed when I started to look I'm like, Oh, uh, it was repeating the pattern over and over, no matter what, what it wasn't just one particular email um, that, you know, set me off that triggered me. It's every time or every time I post, want to post social media, I, w- I shouldn't say every time, but I would say 95% of the time, if there's something that lights my brain up. And I'm really passionate about on fire. It's easy for me to, to write, but that doesn't happen very often because I think I'm more in this functional freeze. I just started noting pa- noticing patterns. Oh, it's when I try to make send an email or try to write a social media post or even when I would send texts, like it would show up. I've noticed like, why do I keep erasing? I can be erasing, redoing it over and over. And like my brain, I noticed that my brain was blank. When earlier, just a minute ago, it had all kinds of ideas and inspiration. But as soon as I'm ready to apply, it's like, mm, shut her down. So subconsciously, what it feels like is there's there's the frustration or the like the anxiousness. 
but then it also feels a little edgy, like a little dangerous because I've got to get this right so I don't get in trouble or don't get yelled at. Okay, so notice how there's more than just frustration going on. There's an added layer of anxiousness and fear. What is it for you? Do you know? Like, it is it something that happened with um, your mom? Is it something that happened with your dad? Is it something that happened in school where you had an experience where, I mean, and I've had quite a few come to my memory that I'm like, oh yeah, there's, there's another box. There's another box. There's another box, you know? And um, so we can find that it's affecting our relationships with our loved ones um, and how we're just always being elevated and we don't really quite understand. So I want you to, what would that look like for you? Is it, um, arguing with your husband a lot because you have some story running in your subconscious that he's disrespecting you and that he doesn't care what you think. As a mother, you're very regimented and and about how your kids need to behave so that they turn out And it could be from, you know, what you were, how you were raised. And that's a box that you're in that's affecting you and holding you back from actually mothering the way you would like, right? It could be that you had experiences growing up where your parents were divorced and your mom wasn't in a good situation. And so as the child, you had to be an adult and not a child. And you were found uh, to be taking care of her and trying to manage her emotions and help her to, you know, like manage her happiness. You were, it was up to you could be the box that you were in. And now it affects you so that as a mother, everything relies on you. And you can't let go because if you do, then everything will go to pot. So like, see if you can notice what it is for you. Okay. And notice that that is how you're staying stuck. We keep repeating and doing the same thing over and over, even though we don't want to. It's like, I'm not going to do that again. And then we're stuck in it. We're just stuck in this loop. Because that that subconsciously, that story, that loop is playing. Okay? So now what? We've noticed our patterns. We've been a- able to identify where the story is coming from. And I just want to say that if you haven't been able to identify where the story is coming from, it's okay. Like, don't fret about that. The most important thing is that you're aware that there's a pattern. Okay. Awareness is key. And so if you've just been able to see a pattern, but you're not quite sure why or where, why you do it, it's okay. You know, it might surface as you're doing the work, but don't, 
wait for that to happen. So what I want to give you is what I call the triple A's. Okay. Awareness, allow, and affirm. So first of all, like I was just saying, awareness is key. We have to be aware what's going on. Okay. We have to be aware when it's a thought problem, like I mentioned early in the podcast, and we can use, you know, thought work to um, take care of it there. And we also have to be aware if, oh, we're being triggered and it's our nervous system that's being elevated. So awareness is the first step. Oh, actually, my nervous system is elevated. Like I, I'm triggered. Okay. Awareness. Next is allow. Ah, this is the part that we don't want to do. We just want to be aware and then hurry and skip to the next part where we fix it, right? No, doesn't work that way. And that's why if you've tried to, I see it, I see it. And you know, then we try to take action and it doesn't work this way because we're skipping this part. And you know what? Maybe it might be safe to say that allow is one of the biggest steps. Yes, awareness is key, but allow is a pretty big deal because we don't know how to do it. We usually just want to, like I said, get through it, get on the other side of it. But, and I'll, sometimes we're afraid because we're like, well, if I allow, then I'm going to go down in a deep, dark hole. Not so. Okay, we're just going to allow that elevated our nervous system that's elevated and the muck that we're in, the goo that we're in, we're just going to let it be there. And when I say you're going to let it be there, it's because you really don't have a choice. It's going to be there. So let it, your body is going to do what it's going to do. And you cannot control this part. So we don't want to resist it because when we do that, it just makes it worse. I don't want you to try to get away from it. I don't want you to fix it. I don't want you to judge it. I just want you to admit to yourself, ah, this is where I am. And you know what? It's okay. What is there for me to learn here? What do you want to tell me? Like you can ask yourself that question. Be in it. And just be curious about it and just Like be the curious observer, just kind of watch what's going on in your body, the, how you feel, be aware of the thoughts that you're thinking, like just be in it, be still, be in it. Okay. And just like, this is a story that you've had. Okay, this is a coping, this is a way of coping that at one time in the past served you. Okay, but you don't need it anymore. And it's time to move on. So it's good to just be aware of that, right? But for us to be able to move on, we have to allow it. We can't resist it. We don't can't resist like this feels heavy. This feels horrible. I like what my coach Kim Job said that breakdown and breakthrough are on the same side of the door. So when we're in it and it might feel scary or heavy, that's on the same side 
of being able to move on and break and have a breakthrough. The allowing part, I do need to be on my own here and do this and be in it. But it's so helpful to have a coach maybe say, point out something and say something to help me while I'm in it. So I want you to know that like you don't have to do it by yourself when you're trying to figure it out. Find a coach, find a friend, find somebody. The next thing is affirm. Okay. So while we're in it, while we're just allowing it, um, and we're kind of paying attention to how we feel, how, what emotions we're feeling, what thoughts we're thinking and what our, how our bodies feel. I want you to, while we're in this space, just be like, what do I need? Ask yourself, what do I need? And it's not to distract. It's not to buffer. It's not to try to get away from it. What do you need to calm your nervous system down? Think about when a toddler falls down and skins his knee. What does he need? He needs a hug. He needs a kiss on the owie. He needs to be told, you're okay. He needs a little love. And then they're like good to go on their way. That's what our nervous system needs. So what do you need? Do you need comfort? If so, what comforts you? Is there a blanket that you like, you know, to get under? Do you need a hug? Do you need to go outside in nature and listen to the birds and see the, you know, see flowers, see the trees, see the sunset? Like, what do you need in nature? Do we need to do some breathing, deep breaths and, or breathing exercises? Do we need to move our body? Do we need to connect with Heavenly Father or a friend? Like what, or do we just need to be by ourselves? What do you need? And then go do that. And you might need to figure it out because if we're, this is all new to us, like when you ask yourself, listen, it'll tell you. Your body will tell you. It can be helpful to think back in the past, whatever that trigger was, what did you need at that time? Did you need to be comforted? Did you need attention? What is it? And then do that. Okay, so we need to take care of what's going on in the body. I want you to think about it. Like I was saying, this is a body problem. And we need to take care of what's going on in the body when the system has been triggered. This is a feeling body problem and you cannot do thought work to get out of it. It comes later after we've done the triple A's. Okay. That's when we can work on changing our relationship with the story that triggers us. We're not going to try to get rid of it. We're just going to change our relationship with it so that it doesn't have power over us. And we change that by looking at who we've become because of it. Have we made it happen for us with strengths and awareness and you know, how have we been elevated? And this is how I want to share with you of how 
these past experiences hold you back and keep you stuck so that you're not enjoying your life. And I want you to envision a beautiful property up in the mountains. Okay, it's you're just surrounded by beautiful mountain peaks all around. And there's a beautiful log cabin on it. There's a stream that runs down through the property and along the cabin. And there's a big pond on it. And living, I want you to look at living your life as if you're uh, there enjoying the rope swing. You're there enjoying, which I mentioned that place uh, last week in my, my episode on how to feel happy and fulfilled. So that we're still with this pond and we're life is experiencing the, you know, the pond, the, the sunsets, the dusk at night or going on horseback rides or going on hikes up in the, on the trails or, you know, just taking in whatever it is that you do um, up, up at the cabin, being with loved ones, sitting on, um, the swing on the deck, the meals that you have, the conversations that you have, sitting around the fire pit and roasting marshmallows, all those things is you living your life. Okay. But on the way up to the pond one night, you fall down in, you go down in a hole. And I want you to think of that as you were triggered and you got stuck it's like the story that you're, you, how you're stuck in the past and you go down in that hole and you can't get out. You can't, you can't see the horses. You can't see or be with anybody that's up um, on the ranch enjoying it because you're down in that hole. And I don't want the hole to be scary. Uh, in fact, at first I thought it was going to be scary. I'm like, no, it's, it's not. I want it. I want it to be a place that's com- comforting. And so I, I have my minky blanket down in there. I have my water and how about a love sack? And so I go down in there and that's the space where I'm going to ex- expand. And that's where I'm going to have compassion and nurture. And I'm going to learn what there is for me to learn about this experience from the past that's been holding me back. What does it have to tell me? What is there for me to learn? And just be with it. If it's heavy, let it feel heavy. If we're crying, let it let ourselves cry. And just think, you know what? It's okay. Tears are medicine. This is how I heal. This is how I move on. This is how I get unstuck. Just be in that space and so that's figuratively, right? But literally when you're in the space, you're doing what I was saying before. You're, you know, what is your favorite thing to go do? Is it to sit on the deck and listen to the rain, you know, or to watch the sunset? What, What is it? Like do that thing, but figuratively you're down in this space, but because you're not able to enjoy your life because you're stuck. Okay. And so once you get the message of what it what it is that's holding you back and why we're stuck and what can you learn who have you become because of this how has this happened for you instead of to you and when you're able to identify those things then 
the expansion comes and you can climb up, you can fold your blanket up and climb up and go uh, uh, finish your way, you know, go up to the pond and enjoy dusk and see the deer come down and, and see the, you know, fish roll and all that and just be with your loved ones, whatever it is, or just be by yourself um, and, and, and live your life. And you're changing. We're not getting rid of the experience. We're just changing the relationship with it so that when, so that we're not triggered. And it's going to take some practice to do that um, because you've had, you know, it's like a rut. It's like a game trail up in the mountains. There's the game trails, like it's a rut that's worn in the mountainside because that's where the, all the animals take. And so it takes some time for that to not be used for the plants to grow over it. And that's the same thing with when we have had experiences that have imprinted on us and where we want to let the plants grow over it and create a new neural pathway, create a new trail. Okay. And so you can try all these things uh, and just stay with it. Don't give up, stay with it. But also just know that I'm here to help you um, if you would like help, uh, this is one of the, be- my favorites work to do with my clients is to heal from past experiences, uh, and then become empowered. Um, it's, it's so awesome. Okay. So this, my friends is another way that we become courageous and confident mom is by doing this work and getting unstuck and living our life. All right. So that's all I have for you today. What's your takeaway today? Okay. What is the one thing that you're going to bring into your life from this podcast, from this episode to help you so that you can live and not be stuck in the past? Make sure that you've subscribed to my podcast by hitting the follow button so you won't miss an episode. And if you liked this episode, give it a rating and review and share it so that others can benefit from what we discuss here each week. So who in your life, you think of anybody in your life who needs to learn more about triggers and past experiences holding you back, share this episode with them. All right, I will see you next week. Have a good one. If you want to take these concepts that you learned on the podcast and you want to learn how to apply them deeper and become more skilled and become a more courageous and confident you have to talk. Go to my website, www.marcyowen.com and schedule a time to chat with me.